0: Get the full Bonfire experience on your screen. YouTube.com slash Bonfire Sports. Thumbs up. Subscribe. You'll know when we're live. Enjoy the games. We made it. Week 21, final week of the regular season set to go in the Canadian Football League. And your Winnipeg Blue Bombers... Have captured the west division they will have a real luxury to go into calgary on friday night and be able to rest some guys try some new guys uh at at some different spots uh really get everybody primed and ready to go in their final game before the west final on november 11th breaking news that happened today on thursday That is, the National Hockey League has moved the Winnipeg Jets game time on November 11th from 3 p.m. Central to 2 p.m., which means Jets drop the puck at two, Bombers kick off at 5.30, allowing both television viewers and, I imagine, the handful of in-person viewers chance to watch the Jets get from Canada Life Centre to South Winnipeg and IG Field, the madhouse for the West Final. Uh, So, a three and a half hour gap between those two games. Uh, Of course, both games will be available on TSN. Uh, Let's bring in the man you all came to see as we tee up uh, this uh, big, big game for the Blue Bombers. It's big uh, really only for one reason, Chris, and that is uh, the luxury that it is, Uh, an opportunity to rest some guys and uh, Drew Brown will get the start at quarterback.
1: Yeah, Drew Brown is really making his mark. I mean, obviously, uh the time he's played limited. This is his eighth game. I believe it's his first start, though. Mm-hmm. Uh I could be wrong on that one, but I know this. Uh, seven second start this year. Passes. Second start? Yeah. Okay, there you go. See, now you're on the ball, buddy. I'm just checking you out. But I'll say this. Hey, seven touch he's really taking a care of the ball. This is a guy, and I don't want to get ahead of myself here because but this is he's playing for next year. Yes. And I don't mean here. He's going. He's gone. There's going to be a number of people. I don't know if he's got if he's got a free after this year. If he's got another contract year in in him, but I think he's a free Brown, agent.
0: Drew Brown is a free he's agent.
1: A, listen, this is his. He couldn't ask for a better display, a better uh, you know, just a platform to go out there and put you know some points on the board, throw the football. So as they say, seven touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, I think he's really playing like a veteran. And I guarantee you this, there, uh, DB. There's going to be a lot of teams chomping at a bit to try and wonder if they can pull Drew Brown over to their uh, over to their roster, because he wants to be paid like a starter, too. There's and a, that's what it's all about.
0: There's a couple big free agents. The Blue Bombers will either have to work to re-sign this offseason, or work to replace or, or find new uh, new bodies to step yep. in for. Uh, you mentioned Drew Brown, of course, at quarterback. I imagine there'll be a couple teams looking oh, to sure. upgrade there or move on from uh, a more veteran player or, you know, somewhere in the middle. Uh, it's also general manager, Kyle Walters, who still is not under contract for 2024. What's your take on this, Chris? It's got a lot of fans wondering what's going on, what the contingency plan is, or, you know, really, why Winnipeg doesn't have their general manager of 10 plus years under contract with the amazing work that Kyle Walters has done here in Winnipeg.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. This is really a, this is a one of those head scratchers. I look at it and I go, you know, I know a lot of the guys sometimes say, well, you know, let the end of the year take care of everything, but look what he's done. Look at, you know, his resume of what he's done here and the people he's brought in here and the people he's kept here, the veterans who want to play here, they want to stay here. Now, I know that you brought this up, DB, last uh, last bo- uh, podcast, that you think there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a, you know, somebody out in that air is talking about maybe Danny McManus being groomed to take over, but I still say this. Why bring in someone when someone is so successful already? It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, you know, unless he's telling you to back up the Brinks truck, which I'm sure he's not. Uh, I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense uh, to me. That's one of the first things you want to sign is a guy like that who's basically built this team. I mean, yeah, Wade Miller gave him the keys, but he drove that truck out here and brought all the players here. And Coach O'Shea, with his coaching style, has kept those players here. So to me, to break up that, what do they call them, the three amigos? Mm-hmm. I think they're, th- th- yeah, I mean, the to me, Mafia. The Canadian Mafia. The Canadian Mafia, yeah, exactly. I, do, I don't know, I like the amigos better, but yeah. anyway, that's another. <laughs> but having said that, I don't get it, DB. I don't I don't understand why they would do that to me unless he wants to leave. Now we never took a took a look at that. Does he want to get out of here? Does he want to go back to Ontario? Does he want to go back maybe know. and work with uh I don't know. you know and an Hamilton or something? You know what I mean? I don't know. These are questions that remain unanswered, but caused me a lot of concern because he is such an integral part of, the, of what the bombers have done. One of the key parts. Players are players, but you need somebody to bring them in here and play them. And you got to work the numbers. You got to do this. And listen, you know, it as well as I do, GB, when you're a GM, there is no time off. As soon as the season's over, no. you're already trying to recruit. You're trying to see who's back on the thing. Who are we going to bring in? Who are we going to sign? How big on a practice roster are we going to lose those guys? So, yeah, to, to answer your question, I'm baffled. And I, for one, I'm saying sign them. Bring them back. Don't be a you know, Don't be an idiot. Uh, you know, if the club doesn't bring him back and unless it's his decision to leave, it's a no brainer to me.
0: Yeah. You, you mentioned uh, Danny McManus. Uh, I personally believe if one of those assistant general managers yeah. between Danny McManus and Ted Gavaya, if they do want yeah. one of those two individuals to step into the GM role, I think it's Ted Gavaya. I don't think it would yeah. be Danny McManus. That's just my, my read on it. Okay. Um yeah. Also, you know, um, the, the you know the reality a lot of people wonder oh well, why not michael Shea shouldn't michael shea be the general manager no, no, i'm pretty no, I'm pretty no. sure in saying this and I know you'll agree with me Chris michael Shea doesn't want to be the general manager he wants to be the head coach
1: too much on his plate and it's funny you say that too the other thing that just kind of popped in my head a lot of things pop in my head that's what happens when you get old <laughs> but having said that you almost brought it up too what if they're worried about losing Danny Mack or Ted gavaya would that be an, you know, one of the reasons they're right? trying to get, how can, how can we keep you guys in the fold? Cause everybody's trying to grow. Everybody's trying to move up and, and, you know, be great point. so that, great that point. might be another side of the apple there, but uh, mm-hmm. listen, um, I, I just think that they should sign him. And I'll say this. I think Kyle Walters has done as much as any GM has done in the bomber history. So to me, uh, you got to bring them back. Uh, I also want to say this, a great point by Jeffrey Towns, Townend who's in there. I do think Ottawa is going to look, even though they got Dustin Crum, I think Ottawa is going to be full steam ahead on Drew Brown. Great comment though.
0: I absolutely, I absolutely agree. Uh, I I think uh, Ottawa would be in the mix. I don't, I don't know. I wonder about Edmonton. I I understand Trey Ford. I understand. But I wonder if they're a team that might be interested in him. Uh, Trevor Harris, Saskatchewan, new head coach you know, uh, if it's Scott Milanovic, which would be a monster get for, for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, um, you know, yeah, Trevor Harris, Milanovic had Trevor Harris in in Toronto. You know, he's familiar with him, had him in Edmonton as well. I think for, for a very brief period of time. Uh, I think that was the pandemic year, actually 2020, but you know, building a playbook for a guy and they just weren't able to, to actually step on the field. Um, all that aside, lot to get to on the program today. And everybody watching live on YouTube and Facebook, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you're watching yeah. somewhere else or listening on the podcast, head over to youtube.com slash bonfiresports. It's easy to find us everywhere. Bonfiresports.ca. Just search Bonfire Sports Winnipeg. You'll find us pretty much everywhere. Uh, hit that thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't. Um, and, uh, make sure you got your notifications set up too. So you'll know when we're live, I will be at the 110th gray cup in Hamilton Whoa, in a few weeks. Oh, I'm going, I'm going, I, I, booked, a, you are. I booked a 5.00 AM flight so I could work a jets game in Winnipeg and then, then head out and, and not miss practice, uh, fingers crossed on, on, uh, flight delays and, and the rest. But, uh, we will have coverage of the 110th gray cup bombers in or not, uh, but, fingers crossed and i'm I'm presuming that they will be um it's going to be calgary who winnipeg plays in the regular season finale on friday they will go to bc next week so bc has a buy right now not a playoff buy a regular season buy and yeah. then they host the calgary stampeders like they did last season um oh yeah who's calling danny mack
1: you know what is funny, though, as we're talking about this, and I just want to kind of touch up, and we'll leave it here, but uh, you're talking, Sard, uh, and that's a great comment by Sard, too, about Danny Mack liking the ability to live in Florida, living in the States. Mm-hmm. As a GM, he'd have to be up here a lot more. And then Craig Smith, I agree with you 100%. And then I know Craig put out a thing, and he's a great follower for us and a great guy, uh, that he was talking about Benavides. Right. The fact he's de coordinator. He's another guy for uh, Saskatchewan. Buck Pierce. Here's another name was thrown out there, Buck Pierce. It's I'm skeptical a lot of that one. Of I'm skeptical now, of
0: that one. I don't think he wants to leave Winnipeg.
1: Well, what? That's the other thing too. Do you want to go from you know something good? Man, oh know, man, somebody's going crazy. Man, I'm. What did you say? Today. Did you say something? Everyone's calling you. I don't know who this lady is. It sounds <laughs> like that lady from Ottawa. I remember. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Just keep going. Maybe it's a hotline. It's a hotline. Maybe that's what happens when you're on.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, the bonfire hotline is a number you can call or text. 204-816 oh, tips. 816 Tips. Easy. 816-8477. Standard message rates hey, apply. Just like when you text your, good, your mama. What's look at that?
1: Capper 27. And that's funny because Rod Peterson put it on his podcast that he thought smiling a Hank, Hank Henry Burris is the guy that's really vying for that job in Saskatchewan. So yeah. Interesting, right? I mean, there's yeah. a lot of guys going to go up in there and, uh, you know, they're going to wash house there. I think the GM was very lucky that he didn't get canned. Um, but having said that, he's there, they got confidence in him. But that whole coaching staff will basically be done.
0: It, it is a so, house of um, cards in a lot of ways or a yeah, game of dominoes yeah. in the Canadian Football League. When one falls, it affects everybody else. So with uh, Drew oh, yeah. Brown you and Kyle Walters... Yeah, with Drew Brown and Kyle Walters uh, both uh, without contracts for 2024, and this being the final game of the regular season, that's why we're talking about it here on uh, Game Day Winnipeg, your pregame Amen. show ahead of Bombers and Stampeders, available on demand. Tell your friends, uh, find us on your podcast app as well. Hit that thumbs up. There's only been like 11 yeah. of you so far. I know, I know, it's early, and uh, people will join us eventually from Winnipeg Sports Talk as well. Um, but let's talk about, uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, uh, Granny Bomber fan, who's always hitting up the comments. How are you, Granny? Good to see you. Uh, can you tell us how the voting went for MOP in Winnipeg? We'll go through all of those awards, uh, as well as Winnipeg's depth chart, because Chris, huge changes for Winnipeg, uh, in Calgary. It goes beyond Drew Brown. Uh, A whole bunch of guys will not be dressed and a whole bunch more will, um, be backups. So you see the defensive line. There is no, um, uh, there is no Jackson Willie Jeff Jefferson, Cole. right? There is no, no Jackson Jeffcoat. Yeah. yeah. No Brandon Alexander. He is banged up. Missed, uh, practice entirely this week with a knee injury. Uh, no Kyrie Wilson, no Winston Rose, um, no, uh, Adam Bighill, uh, or yeah. Ricky Walker or Redda Cramdy. So, how does the Blue Bombers' defense look to go up against Jake Mayer and the Stampeders? By the way, the Stamps have nothing to play for either. Yes, they, are, they do. Yes, they do. What yes, do they do? They what do they got? What are they got to they're play for? They're
1: playing. You know what they're playing for? They're playing for momentum. Big Oh, mode. Fair, 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 fair. That yes. is what they want. They've just had a great game against BC, uh, where they destroyed BC in BC place, That's and right. I think they want to build on that to go into BC again. You can't have a letdown. Mm-hmm. They can't come into you know at home in a home game and basically crap the bed. Mm-hmm. That's not going to help their confidence going to BC. So no to point. me, I think B. I think Calgary's playing hard and they're going to do whatever they can to win. Now, yeah, Beglin King's not playing; he's their leading receiver. Uh, you know, Kadim Carey's not in there. Cam Judge, who's their outstanding Canadian, uh, linebacker. Well, don't playing. don't get ahead
0: but of ourselves here. Don't get ahead of ourselves. Why? Well, cause we're talking I'm blue jacked about
1: this, but I'll tell you right now, that's <laughs> don't tell me Calgary's not playing because Calgary wants it.
0: They, they do. They do. They're, they're going to ensure that their health is good for next week in the West division semifinal in Vancouver against the BC lions. Um, but Winnipeg, like the strategy that Winnipeg is employing here is health over, uh, rust right? They are going to rest guys. So you got Teadric Hansen, Celestin Habas starting at defensive end, Cam Lawson and Miles Fox. Lawson, the Canadians played a ton of games. Jake Thomas will back him up. You see that 62 next to Jake Thomas. That just means he would wear 62. Like you wore a penny back uh, in your days with the blue bombers, Chris, you scored that touchdown back in what was it? 1981.
1: Thank you, brother. Number 80. Yes. Yeah. No,
0: with the bombers, when you scored that touchdown with the bombers.
1: That's right. Against Montreal. You're yeah. right. Number well, eight. T-
0: yeah. Jake Thomas has the penny wearing 62. If he steps in uh, on the defensive uh, or pardon me, on the offensive line, uh, miles Fox yeah, comes off it. the practice roster. Jacob Kelly is a 2023 Canadian draft pick has dressed and played in a lot of games this year. Big special teams contributor. He will start at the dime back spot. Suleiman Karamoko, the global, uh, who's been here in Winnipeg for a couple years. will back him up. Malik Clement starts at middle linebacker. Shane Gauthier behind him Bron Ryan Cole at weak side linebacker, Jesse Briggs and Tanner Cadwallader behind him. Demario Houston comes off the injured list. We'll start at his usual boundary corner spot. Uh, Kerfala Exume will back him up. Dietrich Nichols remains in as too does the halfback on the other side, Evan Holm. These are the two, I would say, of the best or the best halfbacks in the CFL today. Uh, Jamal Parker remains at field corner and Nick Hallett has... Always stepped in for Brandon Alexander and played quite well. He will start at free safety. Uh, Before we get into the offense, Chris, your thoughts on Winnipeg um, taking this cautious approach, taking this rest approach with next week being a bye week before that West final on November 11th?
1: I don't think you need to see Jackson, Jeff Cohen and Willie Jefferson. And Willie, congratulations on being the nominee for most outstanding defensive player. Yeah, but listen, and we'll Jackson, get into Jeff, all William. those. I
0: promise everybody. Yeah, but
1: I'm just hey, don't stop my train. Oh, sorry, After I got you. Screen. Got trains are rolling. Sorry, I, I'm going to tell you right now, man. I, ooh, Angela Mosca is going to come to that screen and give you <laughs> such a goddamn head slap. Oh, going to be like
0: Joe Cap with the cane.
1: But I, oh yeah, but here, <laughs> see now, Demario Houston has to play. I mean, they need him to get back, and he, he hasn't played for a while, so he has to be in the lineup right now to get his legs under him again, get some game action. But I think they're doing a great job. I think it's smart. Listen, Theodric Hansen is a heck of a football uh, football player, and he's starting at you know the native of Germany. Miles Fox finally gets his opportunity to tackle. I mean, these are going to be our things. The one is curious when you mentioned Jake Kelly. He's got two tackles on a year, six special teams, basically a special team guy. Yep. But they're get these. This is where these guys can make a name for themselves and get brought back to camp next year. Right. So. That, that's what it has to be. And there gets, you know what? This is a blessing when you have a plethora of talent, uh, you know, uh, on offense and defense. But the, the defense obviously has uh, got five changes, you know, lots of changes on the defense. Um, and then you got the guy that you like, and you'll talk about it when we go to the offense. But, yeah, I, I, I think the defense is going to be in for a tough test. Uh, you still got, you know, in Calgary, you still got Mark and Mitchell, Odom's Dukes, um, uh, Luco Hukonarana, Vanahoo, Hoo, Hoo. hoo you know, uh, Luther Hakanavani.
0: Uh, yeah. Yes. I always got your back on that one. I,
1: Alcona, oh, I love that name, brother. I tell you. <laughs> uh, well, and, I, I, I,
0: uh, and then, Oh, Hey, welcome everybody. Who's joining us uh, on the raid from Winnipeg sports talk. Uh, many. Uh, happy birthday. Thanks brother. Yes. Uh, many wishing you happy birthday, Chris, happy belated yeah. birthday. Uh, I can't believe yeah, you're 55 years old again. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It was you a great look, time. You look fantastic. Um, uh, as far as Winnipeg's offense, of course, the, the, the story really is led by Drew Brown starting yep. at quarterback. And, uh, here we are taking a look at the blue bombers offensive depth chart. Chris Kolonkowski, who by the way, was my vote for most outstanding offensive lineman. Yeah, he was, uh, we'll start at center as always, Jeff Gray, Pat Newfeld, and Jamarcus Hardrick. Those four on the right side remain the same. Okay. Yep. Drew Richmond, who has been with the Blue Bombers for three years. Three years. He will start at left tackle. I've said it for, well, frankly, a year now. He is the heir apparent for either Stanley Bryant or Jamarcus Hardrick at tackle. Brady Oliveira, who sits just a couple yards short of 1,500 rushing yards for the season, will start at running back. I think he's going to get uh, a little dose, Chris, before we see uh, much more of uh, Johnny Augustine. Yeah. There's Drew Brown as always, um, or as expected. Uh, Zach Kolaris will dress as the third stringer behind Brown and Dakota Prukop. Um, Here is. Ravi Alston coming off the practice roster. He'll start at slot back in place of Nick Dembski, Brendan O'Leary Orange, Greg McRae, uh, some of those usual suspects uh, in the receiving court. Drew latarski moves over to slot back. I kind of like putting him there and allowing yes. uh, Bolo, Brendan O'Leary Orange, to uh, uh, start uh, at the spot that I think uh, they really like him at with his size. Uh, Kenny Lawler, Rashid Bailey. Uh, we'll see how much we see of them. In this game, uh, Castillo, Benson, uh, and Grant returning kicks, no changes there. But uh, offensively, outside of uh, Stanley Bryant and, um, uh, pardon me, uh, Nick Dembski, uh, really not too, too many changes. Of course, Drew Brown at quarterback as well.
1: Yeah, and I don't think you'll see Zach much at all, if if, if at all. You don't even need to play him a, se- a series at all. Uh, just go out there, he'll be a, you know another set of eyes on the field. Another quarterback coach for this game. You probably see a little Dakota Prukop in there as well, getting some opportunities. And you mentioned Brady Oliveira. What do you I mean would say Brady little Dakota
0: Calvary. Prukop. What do you mean little? Oh, you mean a little? A little,
1: a little. little. <laughs> that guy's ripped. Not man. He's literally six cool. five or whatever he is. Mind you, look at Tommy, Tommy uh, Stevens over in Calgary. Six, five, 245
0: pounds. He's a big boy. And
1: the quarterback is big, but no, I think uh, you know when I talk about Brady Oliveira, who's Hey, listen. Also, congratulations, not only MOP, but all most outstanding Canadian. How about that? How about the fact that he's also the team nominee for the Jake Goddard Veteran nominee mm-hmm. for what he does around the city outside of football. Not yeah. only does he carry himself well in football, but outside, great pick. Um, that's always a that's one of the nicest awards you get nominated for. Agreed. So, congratulations to Brady O on that as well. Yeah, but I don't think Brady will play much at all. I I, I wouldn't want to risk him. I know that uh, Coach O'Shea says, listen, we can still get yards with Johnny, but no, not the way this guy's played. Brady's at at a different level this year. So you just got to do it, man. Uh,
0: Great comment from Sard. I think Oliveira will play until he hits 2,000 yards total, and then he'll take a seat. That would be 2,000 combined. (laughs) That would be 2,000 combined. So he's right around um, 1,500 rushing, and he's at 460 or something receiving. So, you know, if he picks up... uh, uh, you know, a few yeah. dozen yards, he'll hit 2000 yeah. for, for the year, which is, is pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, he's done everything that we expected. Uh, I still remember the days that uh, he was behind uh, number 33, the legend, Andrew Harris. And everybody's like, well, he's not really running like Andrew. And he just took it. He took that the reins and ran like a wild stallion, like yes. a horse that just got out of the stable, The man broken. You can't saddle that man. <laughs> you can't put a saddle on that guy he's rabbit, He's going, baby. Let him go.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, how hard Winnipeg works. Some of these guys will be interesting. I really think they just want to ensure that, um, you know, nothing catastrophic happens in Calgary. There's nothing to be won, nothing to be lost. And they do have a buy next week. Is there danger though, Chris, in a lot of those guys sitting and a lot of, uh, even the guys that are dressing as, as backups per se, uh, playing a lot uh, or sorry, playing less. Is, is there a danger in that, that, you know, rest rust might become part of it. we talk about it every year.
1: No, oh, come on. They've played how many games Four exhibition or whatever, or two exhibition. They've, you know, we're almost at the last game of the season. This is their 20th 19, game,
0: including those. Yeah, 20th game.
1: Come on, man. Yeah. I think they all look forward to getting the day off. They'll all be here. They'll probably get together at somebody's place. Maybe at, uh, you know, maybe over at, uh, you know, number 66 house. Uh, you know, and go watch Same him, man. Uh, you know, because that's the thing. I mean, when you're looking at uh, Stanley Bryant, you know, you got all these guys, and I was surprised that Stanley got a buy but I, he's the elder gentleman on that O-line. Still had a stud of a year. He's still a stud, honestly, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I say, if you're if
0: you if you're like Stanley Bryant and you're an Iron Man and you miss, like, no games for the first – 10 years of your career or something, and then you yeah. you take yeah. a game off here and there the last couple years, give the guy, literally give him a break. I, I think uh, oh, nothing wrong with that. I
1: think that. That's the thing I think with, I agree with you 100%. So, to, you know, to, the roundabout answer to you is no. I don't think it hurts this team at all. I think it helps this team. Uh, it's not in the middle of the year. It's not the beginning of the year. This is at the end of the year. These guys deserve, everybody's beat up. There's mm-hmm. not a healthy team in the league. Everybody's got a little nick little banged up somewhere. So, you know what? You just got to live with it. So, this is a great opportunity for them to rest some key guys. Willie Jack, uh, Willie Jefferson and Jackson Jeff Code, Adam Big Hill, who I still thought. When I saw that hit last last week again on uh, Trey Ford when he tried to go show yardage, one of the best smacks I've, I've seen. So, which is my pops is older than you. He played 80 in the hockey show. Ha, ha, ha. Yes, sir. Does
0: that name ring that a bell?
1: Name. Yeah, name ring a bell. Yes, sir.
0: Larry Belanchuk. Um, yeah. great to see everybody, uh, joining us live, uh, here on game day, Winnipeg, your pregame show. Don't miss the post game game day after dark live, just a few minutes after bombers, stampeders, and of course, pregame and postgame every game through the playoffs and at the 110th gray cup bonfire sports will be in hamilton all week long for the game it's going to be so much fun be sure to join us uh subscribe on uh, youtube or follow us on facebook um and you can find us on uh, your podcast app as well so if you don't have time to watch you can just throw the pod on uh you know while you're cooking dinner or or driving uh driving to the driving to the school to pick up your kids what
1: what, when are you heading to the gray cup it uh, usually starts, usually starts on a Wednesday to festivities. I, I the am going, come in Tuesday.
0: yeah, I, I was going to go on the Monday because, uh, Tuesday morning is, is, uh, the coaches conference, uh, yeah. and, uh, commissioner Randy Ambrosi will give his state of the league address to the media. The, the fan state of the league, I think is on Thursday or Friday. Um, yeah. but Because the Jets play on Tuesday at home, I think they're against Detroit. uh, I'm going to stay in Winnipeg and then go out first thing Wednesday morning, cover the Jets remotely from there. I'll write for NHL.com for those games uh, as well. Uh, Was it Friday, Saturday? And then, of course, the game in Winnipeg, in Hamilton, the 110th Great Cup on Sunday. Uh, but we're, we're going to have tons of stuff. I'm going to bring on a whole bunch of guests. I got friends and colleagues and and, and contacts across the Canadian Football League. They'll hey. all be in Hamilton. Uh, I might even you have you get... on, Chris. What do you think? You want to do a premium have...
1: show? Are you, gonna... are you going? Are you going to the awards show? Oh yeah, it's in Niagara Falls. Wouldn't miss it. Well, guess who's? Hey, are you going to go here, Shaggy? Shaggy going to be?
0: Yeah, up there, Shaggy wasn't
1: me. Why don't you get him on your uh, thing? Wasn't me. Wasn't me. That's what they said.
0: That's what they said. Uh,
1: I mean, it's he, good. It'd be good for them, guys. I tell you what. Yep. But, oh, look at it. Look at this. your Bruce. Shout Ishiboy. out to Snitzy. Yep. Bruce. Uh, oh, that's your boy. Okay. It's one of those weird things like you read license place and they have a meaning. So it's, it's interesting. But sorry, now you digress. Yeah. But I tell you what, I thought it was very nice of you, DB, and the show, Bonfire Sports, mm-hmm. to say, Wolby, would you like to come to the Great Cup? And I went, I'm thinking about it. And you went, okay, we rented you a 10 speed. You better leave a week early.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Hey, uh, Brendan watching live on YouTube says, Walby looks fit. Great stuff, guys. Yeah. Walby, you are, you are in great shape. Uh,
1: not bad. Uh, Not I, haven't bad old, I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you in a few head.
0: weeks. I think it's uh, it's been a few weeks since I went and saw my favorite Walby. That would be your uh, your lovely bride, of course. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you, you're you're in better shape than me. You've always been in better shape than me. No, was... don't
1: go there. Enough with that, man. Holy yeah. crap! I have no, to get some Kleenex, wiped it off. It's it's true. <laughs> it <is>. What? <laughs> <laughs> don't go there, man. Anyway, I, I just think it's great. Listen, I'm excited for this game. We talked about Be uh, Winnipeg. We talked about. Um, you know what they've got to play for, which I think is basically just for jobs next year, and to try and get some, you know, keep the momentum they got going. Uh, they're, they're just got such a talented team. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this Ravi Alston. I love the story on him, the six guy out of Montana State. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Well, we got to remember so they I,
0: the the Blue Bombers moved on from um, uh, yes. Carlton Agadosi and kept Ravi Alston. Uh, at yeah. receiver. So we're, we're going to see I, what, uh, yeah. what Winnipeg sees as a, I don't know. They, 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 I guess you could assume they like him better. Cause he's still there.
1: Well, I, Toronto's playing, Toronto's playing Ottawa final game. And I, I know Chad Kelly, the quarterback, he's not playing at all. Uh, they'll go with the backup guy, but the other thing is I bet you, you'll see Colton Agudusi in the lineup. He's, you know, he's a big target six, six. I always said that I, I said to you, and I told you this, he'd be picked up right away. Um, and he was. Yep. I think that, uh, I think two smart things. Pinball Clemens bringing him over there, the GM. Also, he knows our offense. And yep. in, in a small league, you could give tips. This is what we like to run. This is what, right. you know, if you hear something. So, uh, but anyway, that's just, hey, how, and there's a good question. BC pass rusher set a Canadian record, and he was not a unanimous choice in BC for defensive player.
0: Yes. Um, uh- that's right.
1: What the uh, people? Shake yeah. your Matt head. Matthew,
0: Matthew Betts, uh, past fellow BC Lion, Hall of Famer, uh, now retired. Yeah. Of course, uh, Brent Johnson. Brent Johnson uh, yeah, and you know Matthew Betts' great season. Uh, I'm guessing most outstanding Canadian, a vote or two could have gone to Ben Hladdock, who hit a hundred tackles at middle linebacker, yeah. and yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Sean White, their kicker, who is you know the best kicker oh, in the shit. CFL. Wow.
1: I think so. Sean White. If Sean White will be going against my pick against the the kick returner from Toronto, um, the guy's got four times. He's gonna. Th- that's a tough choice, and I think the guy of Toronto is probably going to come out of it. I don't know. So can wh- Olivia beat Bets? Yeah, I think so. Mm-mm. I think Brady will beat Bets because because uh, Brady's done more. Uh, you know, I, I, no offense taken away from Matthew Bets for the sacks. And it tackles, and I know he's got a block punt or something too. Mm-hmm. But having said, it's you know the the the, the work that Brady has put together. I, I just think it's it's hard to overlook. Yeah, MOP might be tough. It might be tough for MOP because it looks like they're really pu- punching the heck out of uh, Vernon uh, Adams Jr. in BC.
0: Well, that's fine. But, that's fine. Uh, I want to clarify yeah. some things for people. Matthew Betts? bets. Hey did fun, get the man. nomination he simply didn't receive a unanimous vote Four media voters yeah. and the head coach in each of the markets and this first round of voting so like winnipeg's team nominees bc's oh, team nominees ooh. whoever it's just that local market that votes so four media voters in bc and the head coach amongst those bets was not unanimous it's not a big like oh my god he didn't get not he got the nod he will be up for most outstanding Canadian.
1: Oh, you got the to not. I just yeah. kind of thought it was interesting that a guy who sets a record for Canadians, as far as sacks, that, that should take precedence. And again, yeah. uh, you know, and, and I'm kind of going up, I'm kind of going against my own thought process of stats being the indicator. And so I might have to get, as soon as I get off the air, I'll punch myself right in the face. <laughs> Cause I don't like that. So Stupid, stupid, mm-hmm. stupid. Uh,
0: so Winnipeg's uh, most outstanding players. And I'm just trying to pull up the, um, Uh, the most outstanding uh, nominees for each team. Uh, We'll go through Winnipeg, and then uh, we'll go through who we think, Chris, will probably come away with East and West Division, and then ultimately uh, the most outstanding player awards uh, league-wide. So for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, uh, most outstanding player, this is probably the most contentious one, Brady Oliveira, and not two-time reigning most outstanding player, Zach Kolaris. Before we talk about it, I want to pull up uh, a video clip, if I can get uh, my mouse on the right screen. Uh, Here's a video clip of head coach Mike O'Shea uh, when asked about Zach Kolaris not being the Winnipeg Blue Bombers most outstanding player nominee.
1: And we didn't get a chance to talk to Zach Caleros today, but he obviously is the two-time reigning MOP. Won't be the MOP this year, as Brady gets the nomination here. Just can you give a thought on what he, you know, what he might think about that, and what you? I I don't know what he thinks well, about it, but he's the best in the league. Yeah, easily. So there's no other guy you want, you know, under center because he's he's just such a fiery competitor, and he makes everybody around him better.
0: Now. To be clear, to be clear, Mike O'Shea uh, was not speaking to Zach Kolaris versus Brady Oliveira. He was simply speaking to Zach Kolaris not having the opportunity to go up against Chad Kelly, who is likely going to come out of the East as most outstanding player. Yeah. Here, here's the thing for me. Uh, Brady Oliveira, outstanding. Zach Kolaris, most valuable. most valuable but this is the most outstanding okay. player yeah. award, and he yeah. needs twenty really yards rare.
1: yeah exactly
0: 20 yards to hit two thousand combined through the air and on the mm-hmm. ground this season uh number two all time amongst Canadian like think about that he rushed for more yards than Andrew Harris ever did in one season um that that's really something uh so for i uh, I understand that a lot of people will give the inkling to the quarterback over all yeah. others because it's the hardest position to play on the field uh mike o'Shea there simply speaking to zach colaris uh not uh, up against his his teammate um brady Oliveira was not a unanimous selection mike o'Shea does have a ballot of course he would not uh he would never reveal uh his well, ballot, never, but yeah. i mean he uh, vote for you db oh yeah he so vote of for course. you yeah I most, out, most outstanding absent media member
1: it's Dan Balman. When Dan bomber comes to the game, I just get excited.
0: Yeah. Uh issue boy Bruce with a hot take alert. Writers didn't want Zach to lose to Chad Kelly, so they oh. nominated Brady. Absolutely not. Absolutely no, no, not. No, no, no. I voted for Brady Oliveira because he is the most outstanding player on the Blue Bombers. Okay. Now he will have to go against uh Vernon Adams Jr. in the West. Uh, Chad Kelly is very likely to come out of the East. I think those three guys are, uh, really the only MO candidates, uh, that, uh, that could take a swing at it. Um, can I, can
1: I ask you, can yeah. I ask you a question, DB? Of course. And I don't know if you have the, the Intel, so I'm just going to put it to you plainly. Mm-hmm. Do you guys get the results? Do you guys get to see the results? Not that you have to put them out there, but do you guys get the results saying are the five votes for, you know, every position in Winnipeg? you get a breakdown of what it went, how it turned out? We
0: do not get uh, a breakdown of who voted for who, but I'm amongst four media voters in Winnipeg. Um, And I don't think I'm telling tales out of school as far as naming who those voters are, but myself, Derek Taylor, Ted Wyman, and uh, Taylor Allen of the Winnipeg Free Press uh, are the, the four media voters here in Winnipeg, and then Mike O'Shea as well. What we do get, Chris, is if a player was a unanimous decision for that award. Um, Brady Oliveira was uh, not unanimous for MOP. Uh, He was unanimous for most outstanding Canadian. Now Dembski is right there, but Brady Oliveira got everybody's vote for most outstanding Canadian.
1: Which was a nice, uh, I I love two of the things. And this tells me how good this team is. Uh, the fellowship these guys have first off, Jamarcus Hardwick saying it's so nice to be nominated for the, for the uh, Stanley, you know, Stanley award. The Stanley Bryant you know, award. Yeah. I like that. Stanley Bryant award. And then of course you have, uh, you know, uh, Brady going, man, you know, look at what, look at what, uh, you know, look at what Dembski did too. I mean, and I, you're right. I mean, they have such a, a huge amount of talents, but such respect for each other. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was really classy by both those individuals.
0: Most outstanding defensive player for the Winnipeg blue bombers is once again willie jefferson it really has been jefferson big hill jefferson big hill jefferson uh, over the last number of years i've also voted for willie jefferson i gave my number two vote which are used to break ties uh, to dietrich nichols and still very comfortable with those selections that i made um jefferson is like amongst the league leaders in past knockdowns the blue bombers are uh league leaders as a team in past knockdowns by how many I 15, 15 and, 15. and 13 of those were Willie Jefferson.
1: He, and he led the league. He led the league with, uh, with 13. With passing out okay. guys. So yeah. Yeah. So just let you know, I've got those stats, that. man. Yep. I'm, Thank I'm all you. over it, man. Good. Cause I go on a Good. TV show with you now or <laughs> podcast. I better be ready. I don't want to get slapped silly by you, man.
0: Yeah. So, uh, other most after, outstanding after we do the
1: show. Eh? After we do the show, uh, Darren always follows me and goes, you are an idiot. You brought up this, yeah, you brought up that.
0: That's what I, mm-hmm. I go and
1: I go, and I, I go basically into the basement <laughs> and I huddle there for about two days get myself mm-hmm. confidence back yeah. and I come back out yeah just you and <laughs> oh, like a new man you you in <laughs> a box of
0: tissues hey just to uh, dry those tears uh most outstanding <laughs> defensive <laughs> players across the league uh Matthew Betts in BC uh Jake Serezna in Edmonton uh, I think those are both great choices uh Micah Away in Calgary uh, I don't think he'll yeah. come out of the West uh Larry Dean middle linebacker for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders uh Simone Lawrence for Hamilton I don't think uh it's his year Darius Pickett in Toronto Bryce Carter in Ottawa, and Tyrese Beverett. Uh Pickett and Beverett, monster players uh, defensively. I think one of those guys is going to come out uh, of the East.
1: You don't think it's going to be a tight race between – I think it's going to be a real tight race between Micah Awe and Willie Jefferson. Really? I just think because he's so close. To, well, he's about, I think, three tackles away from setting the record for most tackles. Uh, that's a huge stat, man. He's got 118 tackles right now Calgary was also this, Calgary's yeah.
0: defense was also on the field a lot.
1: Yeah. But that's like, a, you could say that a team that have uh you know, that's on the, uh, and have 52 sacks and they could go, well, guess why? You played 42 minutes on every game on the, on the field. So yeah. Wow. DB is a bully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, it's your boy, wow. Bruce, he's, he's got 63s back consummate professional. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you make me laugh, brother. Most outstanding offensive lineman. Uh, as we mentioned, Jamarcus Hardrick, uh, coming out of Winnipeg, uh, Logan Furland, uh, in Saskatchewan, Sean McEwen, always, uh, uh, in the running. Uh, That'll be the race. That'll uh, in, be the in race. Calgary. You think, yeah, you got Jarrell Broxton and, uh, Martez Ivy and BC and Edmonton, respectively. Oh, you think it'll oh. be, uh, Hardrick or McEwen in the
1: West? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hardrick or McEwen. I mean, the, the, you know, we got the leading rusher, which is a huge push, and the quarterback throw for the most touchdowns. They've got a, the, the offensive line has given up, the, I think, the second least amount of sacks. They're going to really pump him. He's been a nominee in Toronto before. He's never won. I don't know. I, I think it's really if I'm looking at it right now. I think it's Jamarcus is to lose. Mm-hmm. I just think that uh, he's had a good year, and uh, you know, he's he's one of those emotional leaders. He's downfield all the time. He's uh, he's a spark on that old line. So, yeah, I'd like to see Old Hardwick get it, man.
0: See, uh, Dan Jets fan, uh, commenting, Chris, uh, the little violins for Bluto. Well,
1: that's fine. I don't care what yeah. you think about me. Well, you know me,
0: I'm, I'm just a bully. Just, just pointing out the, the things that I can bully <laughs> when right, I can. Man. Uh, offensive line, uh, one of the most difficult positions, not only to play Chris, of course, of course but, uh, for us voters, um, uh, to do that. Uh, Brandon Revenberg, Pierre-Olivier o- Lestage, um, Jacob Ruby, Dayon Allen, uh, coming out of the East, you know, it, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. However, in, when it comes to most outstanding special teams player in the CFL, uh, Sergio Castillo was a unanimous decision here in Winnipeg. Look, uh, Janarian Grant missed more than half the season. Uh, that, if that wasn't the case, maybe things would, uh, would have been a lot different. Sean White unanimous in BC. I think Sean White will be the West Division nominee, and I would be blown away if Toronto Argonauts returner Javon Leak wasn't just the East Division nominee, but isn't up on stage at the 2023 CFL Awards, uh, taking home that that honor. He's just crazy. Yeah, I agree.
1: I, yeah, I, I, like I said, I wish I could see the the, the voting uh, to wonder how much the coach's influence comes on a tiebreaker, but that's okay because every pick to me that they did. Was uh, someone? I, I agree with them all. I'll be honest with you. There's not many I looked at it and said, "Hey, you know what? How can you do this?" It's it's a tough thing, and I think you brought it up too. Uh, you know, they said defensive player. Why is there not a defensive line? You know, the offensive line, yep. defensive line. So I kind of go with you on that. DB, I like. I think they should have a a defensive lineman of the year award too. A guy that you know can get some recognition because when you're putting them in there, I mean that's he's got to go against a guy in the linebackers or a guy that you know has 52 interceptions. It's tough. It's a tough thing. So,
0: uh, so most outstanding defensive player, or pardon me, most outstanding rookie Jamison Sheehan, uh, the Australian punter for the Winnipeg blue bombers. Um, is there, uh, is Winnipeg's nominee. It was not a unanimous, uh, decision. Uh, I imagine Damian Jackson got a vote or two, uh, as well, maybe more, but, um, uh, The reality is, uh, the most outstanding rookie in the CFL is very likely going to come out of the East Montreal Alouettes defender, Reggie Stubblefield, uh, Ottawa quarterback, Dustin Crum and Toronto Argonauts defensive back Quantez Stiggers, who never played college football and is playing at a level that's going to give him an NFL contract. Um, Taylor Powell with the Hamilton Tiger cats, their quarterback as well. Um, amongst, uh, those East division nominees, that's an East division win, uh, for most outstanding rookie this year, uh, little doubt uh, in my mind. Who's calling?
1: Who's yeah, calling I think this? every pick, like I said, they're good, man. I, I, I like, And I try to say, when you look at what they're doing and when I look at, uh, you know, going back to the game a little bit, um, you know, Begrington was the most outstanding player. They got judged the most outstanding Canadian. Uh, uh, Michael Alley, which I don't know how much he's going to play because of starting Silas Stewart. It's a game of basically backups and giving opportunity to young guys who normally would not get this opportunity. So um, it's it's break or ma- uh, make or break for a lot of these guys because this is their opportunity to shine when the, you know, when the lights really do come on and not practice. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it, brother.
0: Let's uh, take a quick look at the yeah, Calgary man. Stampeders depth chart uh, for Friday night against Winnipeg. Uh, Jake Mayer will – oh, my goodness. How come it's so small? We'll fix this. There you go. Oh, see, look, I got Michael Shea in the corner here. There we go. Now we got it. Now we got it going. Uh Jake Mayer will start at quarterback. Um, and Logan or pardon me, Diedrich Mills will start at running back. Uh uh Peyton Logan will back him up. No uh, Kadeem Carey. So for those, uh, that want to play a little fantasy football, uh, this weekend, uh, former Blue Bomber DB Brad Muhammad, uh, has a hand injury. He's out, uh, Calgary's most outstanding player nominee, Reggie Bagleton is out as is Cameron judge and Brandon Dozier. But, uh, Mark and Michelle, Trey Odom's Dukes, you mentioned those guys, Chris, uh, they are going to remain in, uh, your favorite, of course, Luther Hakunavanu. Uh, we'll start at receiver. And then uh, Zach Williams, Sean McEwen, Ryan Sevier, uh, all of those uh main dudes on the interior of the offensive line, including the Pride of Transcona, Zach Williams at left guard, uh, on the defensive side, Mike Rose, who uh is one of the most talented, dangerous, and you, a guy you just have to account for on every single play. He will play uh at defensive tackle, Derek Wigan next to him, Julian Hauser, Mike Moore uh on the defensive ends. Uh Micah Alway will back up he is a designated American there. So they're going to use some new bodies uh, in their linebacking core and at the dimeback spot as well. Moxie, Kobe Williams, Nick Taylor, our old pal, great cup champion here with the blue bombers starting at halfback Trey Roberson at corner. Nick stats gets the start at safety, the Canadian. Um, So Chris, you know, Calgary is resting guys just like Winnipeg is.
1: Yeah, that's what happens. I mean, Calgary wants to build momentum. That's the only thing. The Bombers can come out of here, and I remember a couple of years ago before they went to the Cup, they lost in a snowy day in Calgary, and, and Winnipeg still turned out okay. Uh, I just think that Calgary, to me, has much more to prove. I think Jake Mayer uh, had probably his best game of the year last week against BC, and I watched his interview after the game, and he said, that's one step. I will listen to Craig Dickinson, or Dave Dickinson. Sorry, Craig, you know now more here. Dave Dickinson, uh, who is, uh, you know, head coach of Calgary, who said, you know what, we're not there yet, but it was a great stepping stone to where we want to be. So they do not want to take a step backwards. They want to build at home against the Bombers, build momentum before they go back and play BC in BC plays, because I guarantee they're not going to whip BC two times in a row. I don't think.
0: No. No, I I don't think so either. And of course, last year in that West Division semifinal game, Calgary in Vancouver to face the Lions, uh, they moved on from Jake Mayer, and uh, we we saw a spell of uh, uh Bo Levi Mitchell against an injured but playing Nathan Rourke uh, with the BC Lions. Um, how about this, Chris? And I, I know uh, a fan out there was was DMing us this week about uh, the CFL standings in 2023. Two years in a row, exact same first, second, third, fourth place, uh, and fifth place, um, in the West and East division, Winnipeg and Toronto, uh, third straight year that they have won division titles. Uh, and that's the first time that's happened since 1992 through 1994 with Chris, your Winnipeg blue bombers in the East division and Calgary in, uh, 53 through 56, um, or, or pardon me winnipeg in the east calgary in the west in 92 through 94 and then montreal and edmonton in 53 through 56 uh winning their divisions respectively uh tell me about that era of football 92 93 94 uh, if you so recall and and maybe don't mention the terribly ugly blue helmets you guys had
1: to wear oh and the pants too oh yeah the pants were no good but i mean uh, it was good watching dave black trying to squeeze into 32s so I could put a 10-pound turkey in a five-pound bag. Just didn't work, man. You know what I'm talking about. But other than that, it was good. I mean, I we had good teams. I mean, 94 <laughs> was good, 93. And 93, we probably had one of the best teams we ever had. Uh, yeah, it's just tough. I mean, that's the thing. You think you're going to win. You get there and, you know, 93, we go to, we end up going to play in Calgary against uh, Edmonton. And we had kicked the butt off those guys, you know, basically all all year. Poor Matt Donnegan blows his Achilles, and next thing you know, we uh, come out and lose again to Damon Allen. And the uh it just it just shows you, man. Anything can happen on any given Sunday. Uh and the Great Cup will be a Sunday where the playoffs will. I'm actually glad they changed the playoffs to Saturday, though. Know? That's a great thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, hey, how about this, Chris? Your first what? super chat. Sasha. Can I do that here? Here we go. Sasha gives you a super chat of twenty dollars and says. Bluto birthday beverage. Cheers. Thanks so much, Sasha. Chris, Chris, that check is in the mail. I'm sending that to you immediately. Uh, thank you, Sasha, for another super chat. You've been thank a great you, supporter. Sasha.
1: Yeah. That's a hug from me, brother. We see each other. We'll hug. Oh, there you go. Oh, I love Sasha. I can tell right now. She's moved right up there. It used to be DB, but then DB, like I said, just give me the bike to cycle well, to the great cup. So don't presume,
0: don't presume talent. Sasha's a she it could be a he, Sasha Baron Cohen, one of my favorite uh, comedic actors.
1: Oh, could be. Okay, well, whoever it is, Sasha, God bless you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: Cheers. Cheers. Um, Cheers, man. A win this week would give Winnipeg a total of 29 over the past two seasons. That's a tie if they win. A tie for the fourth most in league history. Uh, Dave Dickinson going for win number 80 in his coaching career. Um, And uh, Brady Oliveira, as I mentioned, just looking at at some notes here, uh, 20 yards shy of uh, 2,000 combined uh, on the year. Uh, Cornish, John Cornish, uh, running back for the Calgary Stampeders, uh, achieved both um, 1,500 rushing and 2,000 combined in 2000 or sorry in 2013 that's when he was most outstanding canadian and most outstanding player in the cfl which brady oliver has the opportunity to do do you think va yeah. is, is going to uh, get the nod in the west i don't i really don't think he will
1: wow well you know he really kind of crapped the bit last game when he had three interceptions in the first half and got replaced by uh Dana Evans in that last game, they played against mm-hmm. the Calgary Stampeders. That's right. So I don't know. I mean, that probably hurt his uh, pedigree somewhat or his voting uh, prowess. So, yeah, I mean, you know what you, I, you know, you could see Brady coming out of there too. I mean, can we have a double winner much like we had with, uh, you know, uh, in the Grey cup game when Andrew Harris won Canadian and most outstanding Player well, like in the, in the cup. game. So that could happen
0: in the game. Yeah. Yeah. It oh, absolutely sure. could it's happen. Yeah. Uh, so, so, Brandon Alexander, uh, I think, is pretty banged up right now. It's a knee issue. Um,
1: well, not again. Yeah. So you had that's what caused him all the problems last time too, right? That's right.
0: He had that major surgery after uh, getting injured in the Grey Cup. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: That could be a definite blow to the Bombers defense for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't think, you know, all due respect to Brandon Alexander because I love the guy. I love watching him play. I love talking to him. Great, great dude. Since he was a rookie on this team, uh, has been a consummate professional and and just a a beauty of a guy. Um, But since that knee injury suffered in the 2021 Grey Cup win, he has not been the same player. He has not been that same imposing physical presence. Would you agree?
1: I agree with you on that. Yeah, I agree with you on that.
0: You know, he, he used to just uh, be such a put the fear of God in
1: receivers. Yeah, he came downhill a lot and laid the he laid the lick on a lot of players. Uh, it seems like now he's more coming up after the play just to try to wrap up, uh, rather than dictate. And like I say, be the hammer, not the nail. Yeah. And he was the hammer. I'm not saying he's a nail right now, but he's he's a different kind of hammer. He was a sledgehammer before. Now he's just one a carpenter hammer ball pin Uh, but you know what
0: you you could call him a carpenter hammer because he he is still very precise good tackler he's just not absolutely crushing dudes like he used to and um you know uh, that's something to i think to look uh at or keep an eye on going into the west final and practice uh next week uh for the blue bombers they'll they'll take their bye but then that week going into november 11th uh and then granny bomber fan with another great quote granny You're, you're the commenter of the day here on, on game day, Winnipeg, uh, shown is missed. Dalton shown is listed as an ankle injury hurt in BC a couple weeks ago, um, and, and remains out of the lineup. They need Dalton shown for the West final. He is just so good at converting on second down, uh, moving the chains. And then of course, Zach Kolaris can throw up a beautiful golden arch, uh, not the burger joint, uh, but off the arm. And and just yeah. make it happen. He's got,
1: he's got great hands and he runs great routes. That's the thing about him. He reads defenses. He knows where to get hold, get open in his own coverage. He knows how to beat man coverage. Uh, you know he's got thirty two or thirty three second down conversions, almost at top in the league. Uh, Ten touchdowns, which is the top of the league. Uh, and he you know he's one of uh, Zach's favorite targets. Um, he looks for that guy. You know. So I mean, that is a huge. But I gotta say, this break is great for him. And you know the therapists in, in the bomber, he's there every day. He's in the cold tub, he's in the hot tub, he's getting STEM, he's getting ultrasound. They, you know, I don't know if they have a, a pressure a thing. They used to have a lot of these teams used to a have hyperbaric, those, chamber. Hyper, hyperbaric chamber. Hyperbaric yeah. chamber. Um yeah, but but I mean he's gonna he's getting first class treat right now. And if there's any chance he's gonna be there, he'll be there. And you know what, they may have to. Listen, you know what it's like. You gotta play, it's a one game, you shoot your ankle up. I hate to say it. I don't want to say that's a good modern thing. Modern medicine,
0: as Matt Dunnigan medicine, called it on the broadcast last week. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, you can't just shoot up anything. No, you can't. But a lot of things you can. So, you know, we'll never know. And nor will the Blue Bombers tip their cap or tip their hand uh, and, and let us know if it's like, oh, you know, he's 80%. And we'll see if he's, we won't know. He could be healthy. He could be shot up. Uh, that happens, frankly, in game and, and to probably dozens of guys, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? It's, it you work your whole life, the you know, whole season from training camp to go to this game, that one game, and to not be able to play is such a crushing, as a crusher. You, you don't understand the pain. You just don't feel like it's even though you're part of the team. You just don't feel like you really are part of the team. You're, you're basically outside the fabric where the guys are getting together. We're talking about how we're going to, you know, what we're going to do. And they're like, Hey, it's great to see you, man. Thanks for hanging around. Come on. You're in the meetings with us, but you know, you're not playing. Yeah. And that just, it just crushes you. So, I mean, I've been there and I've done what I had to do to play. So I, I can't blame anybody. I can't say anybody cause I did it. So.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, cups of coffee too. I don't, I don't think they do that anymore.
1: Oh, no, we drank a lot of coffee. Oh my God. Yeah coffee and oh god i can't caffeine pills stuff. caffeine pills that was and then you, with the other one uh, you, could, you could
0: take ephedrine right
1: i don't know if we took ephedrine down there because i'd probably run like a deer
0: ephedrine <laughs> uh, of course is would, like the nasal decongestant in a lot of over-the-counter took, cold, get, cold uh, medications you
1: break, oh ginseng we took a ton of ginseng really oh we took ginseng and we break a capsule oh yeah and i tell you what it's just the energy and the stuff and really? man and then of course i was i was my biggest hero was Lyle Alzado. So I would not eat before the game and uh, God bless the Viscount Gort they used to come over and put fresh cut pineapple in my locker Mm. and that's all I'd have is pineapple because Lyle Alzado said eat pineapple and I ate pineapple and man I felt great after that. I hear that.
0: I hear pineapple's good for you.
1: I love pineapple man. You
0: know what I'm saying? Uh, I know. Okay let's get into your uh, keys to the game Chris. Uh, Critical for Winnipeg to accomplish in a game that in the standings doesn't mean anything for either team. But of course there are mental implications when it comes to the Stamps who begin their playoff journey next week in Vancouver, Winnipeg going into a bye next week before hosting the West final, uh, November 11th.
1: 100% their DB as usual. You're right on it. I think on offense, have fun, protect yourself and protect the football. You know, you got to play hard. And you know what? You still want to go on at a winning note, so just do what you got to do. Get Brady some extra yards, throw the ball, have fun. Drew Brown, play for next year. Play for yourself. I don't care, but it's going to be good for you. Defense, there's a lot of changes on there, but I'm saying impeach the mayor. Who's that? Well, that's Jake Mayer. Impeach him, baby. Don't let him get any, you know, momentum and stuff like that. Keep him going. Make him really worried about going next week. And, and then special teams, you got so many new players. I said this already, be the hammer, be the nail. Don't let a big return happen like it did against Edmonton when we gave up a big touchdown on a kickoff return, which we should never have. So those are my keys there, DB. And it's it's weird to give keys on a game like this, but that's what I have.
0: Well, hey, you're going to drive the bus. You got to have keys to get it started, right? Um, But I do have this. What do you got?
1: There was a house on Matheson Ave. Mm. They called the IG Field. The West finally played on the 11th. Oh, yup. And the Bombers, you betcha, will be going to the cup. Did there you just go. write it's that? Hot. Yeah, I wrote it now.
0: You wrote that right now? I'm just bored.
1: Yeah. I'm bored.
0: I, I, well, I was going to compliment your hoodie.
1: Yeah, it's nice, eh?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, 5XL, baby. You look good in blue. You look good in blue. I look
1: good in anything.
0: Uh, two notes that I want to touch on uh, before we get uh, things going. and And you know what? Try to find a one XL in that for your boy. Uh, just remember how many T-shirts and hats I brought you through the years, let alone microphones and technology. Um, oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but
1: you could probably get me a nice hoodie. I'll.
0: We'll see. We'll see. We're working on some things.
1: Uh, <laughs> hey, hold on. Why don't you just park it by the bike you're giving me? <laughs> the bike?
0: What you need? A, you want? A, you want an electric bike?
1: Oh, I'd like to get it. Yeah. Or you want yeah. like
0: a, You want a? Um, uh, you want you want a Harley like uh like the coach?
1: No, I'd kill myself. <laughs> I don't trust bikes. All my, all my kids have bikes, and I swear to God, I don't think I could go on a bike because it's just, you know, I'm just I'm too crazy. I'm crazy. You you are oh, a I little
0: it, you are a little crazy. That that's for but sure.
1: But I'm I, I was looking forward to this day today because the snow came yesterday. You know, basically, it's at the end of the year now, and these are where the games. Just I'm just I just love it, man. So. Man, I'm happy. I'm just happy, man. I'm a happy guy. I
0: can tell. People loving your singing. Uh Dan Jets fan says, Awesome Bluto. is your boy uh Bruce. Well, sorry, I'll get to you in a second. Uh, is there anything Walby can't do? says T Will. Great question. Uh is your boy Bruce. Bluto and that B Day drip. Drip being, you know, the swag is dripping off of you. Uh, of course. Swag, man. Yeah. Uh your boy oh. Bruce asks, is Mike Miller back? No. He's not. And, uh, at this point, I mean, what a huge surprise it would be if he is back for the postseason. Uh, but that would be pretty awesome for uh, the future Hall of Famer, the league's all time. Number one, special teams tackler, uh, two things I wanted to mention before we get to the show. So we got your singing out of the way. We got your hoodie, uh, compliment and, and a couple jabs back and forth. Uh, some more birthday wishes as well. Uh, Brady Oliveira. MOP, MOC for the Blue Bombers this year. Nick Dembski hits 1,000 yards receiving for the first time in his career like a fine scotch aged in an oak cask. Every year goes by, it's just better and better. Uh, How cool is it, Chris? As a guy that is a Hall of Famer and won championships for your hometown team, North Winnipeg boy you are, Uh, and, uh, making the mark you did as a member of the blue bombers from day one, uh, to the final, um, in, in your, in your CFL career. Well, yeah. Okay. One year with Montreal, but you know what I mean? Uh, same with Dembski time with Saskatchewan, but here in Winnipeg, Brady Oliveira probably wants to be a Winnipeg blue bomber for life. Uh, what does it mean to you to see two guys have a 1,000-yard receiving year and a 1,500-yard rushing year, could be 2,000 combined for Oliveira, um, on the same team as Winnipeggers for their hometown club?
1: The dynamic duo. Well, first time ever, right? I mean, when you're talking about from the same high school, uh, it's phenomenal. It's a great, great reflection of the talent and the work the high schools are doing in Manitoba. They are doing a great job of coaching up these kids, giving them opportunities. I know Brady went to UND, where my buddy Stan McWass went. He was just down there for a reunion in the bye week. Uh, you know, I just think it's it, it's a fantastic accomplishment, and I've always said this: great people on and off the field. You love to see good things happen to them, and both of those guys are absolute gentlemen and gems, and should be looked at every time you see them. They love it, and he, when you go shopping, man, just you know, give them a hug, talk football. They love it. Yeah. You know, ask I remember first. We used to lose them. Ask first. Oh, well, no. Well, yeah, no, just go. T- they'll talk. They'll talk to you. They'll know, recognize you. Oh, right? yo, you can
0: talk to uh-huh. them. Just ask before you get a hug.
1: Okay. <laughs> I would, that was just a, a metaphor <laughs> for being friendly. Mm. I don't want you going out there getting, you know, in trouble. Mm. You know what I'm just saying? I used to go to this uh, shop and we'd lose a game and the ladies would ram their carts in the back of my ankles. Uh, they were very angry. So... You know, I should never wear my jersey in the store.
0: Did that have anything to do with football? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Nothing. Had nothing to do with football. Uh, Something that has half to do with football and half to do with hockey, Chris. The Winnipeg Jets are coming off their lowest attended game in uh, 2.0 history outside of the pandemic-restricted crowds at Canada Life Centre. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers, meanwhile... Chris, they averaged 30,000 plus, nearly 30,500 averaged attendance for each game this year. 30,000. What does yeah, it say about Winnipeg and a winning football team to do this?
1: It's crazy. This team that supported us. We were nine. And, I mean, you, you, they, they just got great fans. Uh, I'll be honest with you. They love it. The, I think the IG field is doing a great job. Uh, you know, they make people have fun. Everybody's around the rum hunt. Uh, you know, it's all, it's just a great, great atmosphere. Uh, you know what? I think the only thing, if I ever had a complaint, the only thing would be about getting out of there, the parking's kind of nuts. But other than that, man, I got no complaints. And I think that Wade, uh, and, uh, you know, he's done a great job as CEO and president of the club. And I just, I think he's doing good. We just actually got tickets mailed to us. Uh, then once again, thank you, Wade. Because he's taking care of the alumni so yes. we can get to go to the West Final, which is very nice. That is something that uh, um,
0: often gets overlooked when uh, when mentioning yes, Wade Miller's yes. accomplishments. He's really reconnected yeah. with the alumni. You've let me know that, yes. uh, uh, many others as well. So, uh, good One name.
1: day I'll even get a Walby burger. One day.
0: One I saw that day. picture of you with the Walby burger. You didn't eat that burger that
1: time? No, that was a that was a young lad. Young lad who bought it for his family. No, I've never oh, had okay. one, but I don't think I could eat one anywhere there because you know I've got to talk and I got to see people, and they don't nobody wants to talk to me with a mouthful of food. But I'd like to share one with you, DB. Yes, next year when we're golfing at your buddy's place,
0: ah, uh, Scotswood Links.
1: There we go. See how I got. See how I segued that in there. Mm,
0: you're good. You're good. You're a pitch man. It's no That's chicken right? delight commercial, but
1: you know. No oh, chicken delight. I'm not wearing that suit again, man. It still gives me nightmare. <laughs> Every time I see a chicken, I get scared, though. No. I think, are you related? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> All right. I, I got to go, man. Okay. Love talking to you. Love football. But I, I got to go, man, because the snow went out again, isn't it? I don't know. I got to get my shovels sharpened. All right. Take care, brother. Have a great game. Well, look at those fingers. Where are they? There they are. Oh, there they are. Look at those. Those are beautiful. Oh, no jewelry God. today, though. No jewelry I can't get on. But I want to say this, DB. <laughs> always a pleasure, brother. You want to hit me up for the recording? It's uh, on 45. I'll have some record producing call it. somebody. Okay.
0: Well, I got those birthday drinks from Sasha coming your way uh, as well.
1: Hey, adios, my friends. Adios, I got to go. I hate to see you, Adily, but I got to go.
0: I'll see you on the post game as well. See, he just flies out the door. That's Chris small for you. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Post game show. Uh, and then, of course, uh, more pregame uh, coverage coming to you ahead of the West Final. We'll see you next time.